Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think we should keep it to only F1 Academy that is separate. We shouldn't normalise it and have other championships do this personally. If I'm not training to the level that I should be, I'm getting beaten, that's my fault, that's my issue. I need to be training harder. There's no reason why we can't compete together. I saw, I mean, I've beaten boys my entire life. It's always what I've done in motorsport. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gents, welcome back to Pit Stop. Here we are again. It's a lovely day, a very special day, because we do have another guest with us today. Not just anyone. This no. is our first ever F1 Academy driver. Ladies and gentlemen, Chloe Grant. Thank you very much for joining us. Let's go. How are we doing, Chloe? I'm good, thank you. How are you? you I'm all right. I'm all right. You had a good day? Yeah, it's been busy. We've got more to do, but yeah, it's yeah. been good. You're actually local this week. Like, you're literally staying next door yeah well only to, for last night um, uh, just for one night to obviously come down and I have a few other things I had to do in London today so it's been it's worked out quite well but yeah it's a it is technically about an eight hour drive yeah, yeah, from mine to London but I don't really come to England that much as often as I did previously last year because I was racing nationally last year um, and obviously we're international, so flying a lot more. But I do, my college is in Loughborough in England, so that's a five-hour drive for me. But I do do the majority of it online um, just because I don't really have the time to come down all the time for it. So, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. so straight off the bat there, you're still in college now? Yeah, uh, well, it's a Motorsport UK course. Okay. So it is set up by a license holder, um, and it's only for two weeks every month. And it's all racing drivers, so obviously it's really good for getting to meet everyone wow. over the UK. Anyone else from the F1 Academy grid? On Jess, that, really? Jessica Edgar, she's on it, but she's done her second year now, so she's unfortunately abandoning me now, and I'll be going into my second and last year. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I don't know much about racing in Scotland. We want to go straight into your story from the beginning, like... Because we've got your dad here as well. Are we get yeah. just do a shout out to your Big dad. Papa Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to shout anything or give any reactions to anything that you want. <laughs> but no, yeah. How did all of this start for you? I'm guessing in a car. When yeah. A lot. You know, ages ago. Yeah. When I so ten years ago now, when I was seven years old, um, I I began because my older sister Lucy she started prior to me beginning, and I just. She only started because she did a school trip and they did it under a car thing. And then another time she went to the cinemas and saw the Ayrton Senna movie, um, who's our biggest inspiration. And just because of that, she obviously told Dad, well, I'd, I'd really like to get into motorsport. And Dad never really raced seriously, enjoys his bikes. He loves racing, loves Formula One. But he knew some people that were involved in the karting industry. So he got in touch and they helped Lucy begin. And I just kind of 
toddled about watching for a year or two and then I asked if I could start and 10 years later we're still here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that first time getting in a car? No, honestly, I don't remember it. I remember the first time I got in my Mini Max, so I moved up to, you know, bigger class, faster car from Honda Cadets. Um, I remember that because that's more when I fell in love with the sport because I was going even faster. So I remember that, but I don't remember the first ever time. Yeah, because I was looking at your career online and I was going through the different series and you've raced in, well, obviously from karts. And then what was the jump from karts to the next series? So in 2021... The original plan was to continue in kart racing but and actually do like the British Championships. But we applied for um, to try it for the Junior Saloon Car Championship Scholarship because somebody, a friend, had mentioned, oh, why don't you just try for it and go for it, see what happens. I mean, why not? Yeah. And um, I, ma- I ended up winning it. Yeah, that's um, ing- I saw that on the news, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah I, that was a big thing. Yeah, I was yeah, very, very lucky. Um, it definitely massively helped my career for actually making that step up to... Uh, car racing because sometimes you don't really know exactly how you're going to make that jump up so it was racing a Citroen Saxo for a year nationally um, which was it was interesting <laughs> I mean your wheel your hands are completely like <laughs> trying yeah. to turn it but it was it was good fun and then um, I was very extremely lucky <clears throat> last year against in my first year in single seaters in the GB4 championship just because two sponsors had came on board um, I found one and then the other one found me and it worked out really well and ended up doing my first year in single seaters and now progressing with those still with those sponsors and more now uh, into F1 Academy. What's it like in Scotland being a girl and karting when you're younger? Like, is there loads of girls that do it in Scotland? No, there's not loads, but I mean, I think... It's a different kind of... For me, when I was younger, I think it was a lot easier compared to the girls that are coming into it now, personally. Um, I think, yeah, I didn't have any issue with that. I was just a driver. I mean, yeah. it was just... Why was it easier back then? I think it was easier back then because, like, the younger generation, you know, didn't have social media. Mm. They weren't, like, how they are now. Yeah, um, yeah. So I just had it. I think, I just kind of dawdled about... You know, I hung out with all the boys. It's, I mean, I still... Well, not still do because I'm in the girls' championship, but... <laughs> Like last year and all the previous years, I've always been in big friendship groups with a bunch of guys. Um, <clears throat> and it's just what I'm used to and never had anything really bad. If you do, it's something occasional. It's usually people outside of the sports. You just got to shrug it off. But I think the younger generation now, like the girls coming into the sport, I'd still say definitely still obviously come into it because it's great. And there's a lot of good uh, guys and friends you can be have. <clears throat> but I do think there's a lot more of the younger generation that have social media at younger ages now and they see things like stuff like Andrew Tate and uh, then it leads them to react a bit badly to seeing a, a girl beat them but it's just because they're you know they're getting beaten so. jealous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was it like stepping from carts into cars very strange I mean especially because I had a whole year of learning saloons and then I had to relearn absolutely everything I did for single seaters mm. so I think it was a bit <clears throat> it was a bit messy kind of almost because I was jumping about <clears throat> um, but from karting to saloon I think it was just obviously significantly faster yeah. so that was just like whoa but then do you feel sing- safer having like everything around you or is it did you not I even think about that? that as well um being in a saloon I think now honestly 
not no difference really personally mm. um especially now that I have a halo this year but I didn't have a halo last year so I didn't I didn't really? quite I didn't quite like that and um, because I got driven over at Silverstone actually and if you watch the footage it's really close so no way yes I'm very happy to have a halo now this year but I think for the first time in a single seater that was so weird because I had a whole year of having a roof over my head yeah. and then I had nothing so that was really, really strange. But I remember I was really slow on my first test <laughs> just because I was like, you know, the downforce, you're not used to it yeah. at all. Like mm. the speed you can carry through the corners. And it took me it took me a whole year to kind of learn everything. And even now, I think I've progressed a lot quicker and faster this year than I did last year. Um, and I've learned a lot more. And I just yeah feel a lot more at home this year. <laughs> we, we asked uh, Mikey Brown, who's... Fernando's lead mechanic. What if if we could drive an F1 car? And he pretty much said no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what's the difference? I mean, obviously, you know, it's single seater again, and you haven't got the roof and everything else. But how different is it stepping into single seater car like that, and just to get it going and just to be able to drive it? Is yeah, it is it hard? Um, I would say the first. It, I wouldn't say hard. I would just say it's it's kind of a nerve-wracking thing and it just takes a while to settle into because it did take me quite a few tests to actually settle into it mm. um but I actually I was very lucky to get to test a British touring car last year okay. um so I tested the Infinity uh, with Laser Tools Racing my sponsor <laughs> and um uh, yeah that was I think again that was even even more strange because obviously compared to a sack so that's much more mm -hmm. significantly faster mm -hmm. and the weight distribution is the weirdest thing I think because like as in when you're braking like it feels like you're getting thrown to the front of the car just mm. because it's and also I had power steering which is very very weird for me because I'm not of I'm course not used yeah to well, power steering at all. don't yeah what about your neck How, what was the difference like the pressure on your neck with the g-force um honestly it's yeah I, I felt it the first test but then kind of because it, it's it's only F4, it's still incredible, but yeah. you know compared to F3, 2, and 1, the G-force is nothing compared to those. So I don't think it's that like incredible G-force. Yeah. But obviously, yeah, yeah. I still I still like, train my neck really hard so that if I ever got the opportunity to jump into an F3 car, I'd be able to handle it. So is that what an F uh, F1 Academy car is? It's like a, it's an a, F4 a, car. An F4 so car. it's essentially the British F4. Well, it's, it's the same F4 car all, all over the world, but let's just say British F4 car, but it's different rear and front wings. Sorry. What that? That's our, our dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just unplug that quick? We'll cut this bit out. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> Will Buxton, the washing machine started bleeping. Because otherwise, if it was white... Oh, because what's that beep? It's the dishwasher. Dish and then they went through for the new lap, and then the next one came up was... But now here we are, you're sat here with your ART jacket on and you're in F1 Academy, which is unbelievable. Yeah. We've been following it this year and, you know, I want it to be televised and I'm hoping that it will be televised as soon as possible. But it's mad exciting. You're in F1 Academy. How has this season been for you? How is F1 Academy going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's a dream come true, like I said. I mean, I know what it's like to be like almost getting a drive and then and not have one. I mean, but this was... I was so nervous that I wasn't going to have a drive this year and we were so lucky that we found and got in contact with ART and as soon as we did we are like okay we'll get you out to the factory and I did a sim day with them and obviously got to speak to them and work with them so we were basically testing how we would work as a team and yeah. they were seeing my driving through the sim which is as much as you possibly can um, with uh, obviously being on the track and then we got an email I think a couple of days later and they were like okay we're gonna sign you and oh, wow. I think that was like the best day ever that must <laughs> um, be unreal to get that email yeah I think definitely especially going from 
what I've previously been into, then all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, we're flying everywhere mm. this year. We're international. We're with ART Grand Prix who are racing in FIA F3 and 2. Yeah, massive. And it, was like, it was huge. It, yeah, so I'm, I'm very, very grateful uh, for this opportunity that they've given me. And even working through with them throughout <coughs> the year, I've progressed so much as a driver. I mean, I did let myself down at the last round in Zandvoort, unfortunately. I mean, I was quick in testing. I was P4 and I just went into qualifying way too confident and I, I over-pushed into one corner and it was a fast right-hander and I got went in the gravel and because I needed assistance they didn't let me continue qualifying oh, and I was no. sitting P4 in the ranking at the time oh. and I just watched my time drop down and obviously that Zandvoort is such a difficult track to overtake and especially if the person in front of you sits on the defensive line you can't do anything about it right. and because I messed up my qualifying it completely put me out of contention uh, for the races but it's a lesson to learn again learning mm -hmm. year when you've so, been racing yeah. before f1 academy had you been out of the you know like out of the uk much racing no never. so this is your first time going around the world yeah the only time i've been out of the uk was well last year i did compete in girls on track so we did we went to polar card in maranello which is ferrari's test track yeah. so obviously we're never going to ever race maranello but it was unbelievable to actually be able to drive a track that ferrari gets test at mm. and it wasn't the full circuit um of Paul Ricard, it was just like the 3.5. So instead of going left as the first corner, you just went right. Um, but again, I still got that to That actually made sense to me. <laughs> I could actually picture it in my head. <laughs> wow, pat on the back. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I was, yeah, was even at that time, I was very lucky to drive power card, let alone race full circuit this year. So. Mm. <laughs> so not only it's your first year in F1 Academy, well, it's the first year of F1 Academy, but you must be learning these tracks, like, as you go. I mean, you can do sim work, I guess, but... Going to these tracks for the first time, that's a completely new experience, like every race, I guess. Yeah, exactly. But I think that's why Zandvoort, I was kind of on it immediately and I was did so well in the practice because I've done so much sim time was around Zandvoort, even before I was knew I was doing F1 Academy, just because it was a fun track to drive on my simulator. Yeah. Uh, so I think that really, really benefited. So obviously I've done a lot of time around the sim on Monza now. Did you know many of the F1 Academy drivers on the grid before... Um, getting it all the British account. drivers so Jess other Chloe yeah, and Abby yeah. we, we all knew each other but apart from that no <laughs> but now it's it's very different and we're all we're all actually surprisingly close yeah so it's, yeah. It's yeah that was my question kind of how how competitive is the is your paddock like outside of racing as well are you all friends yeah we're at, we're all friends we're all quite close I think especially AR, all the three ART drivers and the MP drivers we all have lunch together and then we have a routine and we all go back to the ART uh, truck and we get coffee <laughs> so that's our uh, lunch uh, lunch routine um, so yeah we're, it's quite good and you can have a good laugh and still be competitive against each other any arguments off grid any no, it, not, no, yet. No <laughs> not, not yet <laughs> that's good that's good to know do you know much about um when it might be televised we just don't know like we've looked online and we've tried to figure it out but we wanted to speak to an actual driver and ask <laughs> no so currently f1 academy are just focusing on the driver development of the okay. championship uh, so it's just you know kind of takes that pressure off at the minute and it's, it's the first year it's yeah. just a year to let us all kind of settle in and like i said driver development learn lots and then i think obviously next year they mentioned that we'll be alongside all the f1 well yeah. the, all the races we have will be alongside f1 so Hopefully it will be Sky Sports, I'm hoping, yeah, if, we're alongside, if we're alongside them, so we'll see. Where do you want to race? Is there a track you want to race at that isn't on your calendar? Um, well, Zandvoort was the one I was looking forward to the most on my calendar. 
uh, and Austin, of course, because that's a huge track. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting in an F4 car compared to F1. I watched Max. Ver- big, yeah. I watched Mag- Max Verstappen's on board, and I did it on the sim, and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just crazy. You forget how quick F1 cars are. Um, but not on our calendar. Maybe Imola. I think that looks like quite a good track to drive. Yeah. Uh, but again, getting to do Monza this weekend is going to be, it's very historic track and it's going to be very exciting and all about getting in the tour. Yeah. It's really cool. What does an F1 Academy race weekend look like for you? So obviously we're filming this on a Tuesday and your racing starts Friday, right? Yeah, so we have we have two free practice sessions, forty minute free practice sessions on a Friday, yeah. um, and then we'll have Q one and Q two, which is back to back, and we have that Saturday usually quite early, and then race one Saturday, race two and three Sunday. And so Q two, sorry, Q one is for race one, and then it's race two is reverse top eight, and then Q two is for race three. So you're gonna you're gonna fly to Monza tomorrow. Yeah. So you'll be there Wednesday. Yeah, but we'll do on the night before we're driving. So we'll get there on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we will we have a certain designated time that the, the team tells us to go to the track and we'll do track walk and we have briefing and we just kind of have a whole, a whole team briefing as well, of like discussing how the weekend's going to look, the format, what our strategies are going to be. And obviously sometimes the strategy changes after a free practice for qualifying and it's a whole thing. But we, we discuss what our options are and what we all agree on. And just, yeah, there's lots to talk about <laughs> before yeah. race weekend. One reason I really wanted to get you on the pot was because I saw that you did the announcement you're working as an ambassador with Girls on Track, I believe. Yeah. And I just wanted to hear a bit more about that and like all the initiatives they're doing because it looks great. Yeah, so before Girls on Track was Girls on Track, it was originally an initiative set up by Dare, uh, sorry, set up by Susie Wolf called Dare to Be Different. So I think that was it was a long time ago, and I was about I think when I was ten years old. Oh, it's been going a long time. Yeah, so I was I was involved in it since I was really young, and I would just basically well at that time I'd take my go kart along, and I would just talk to all the school girls that were at that time the same age as me, and yeah. um, just talk to them obviously about my career and stuff, um, and I did that every time they came up to. To Scotland, and then one time I actually did an event at, um, at the Porsche Experience right next to Silverstone. Um, but that time I didn't take anything because uh, I, well, I was, yeah, I didn't take my cart with me that time. Um, I, I was just working on like the pit stop challenge because they have lots of different challenges and activities for the girls to do, and they have lots of different guest speakers to come along. And that's actually when I met somebody who, uh, called Catherine Richards who works in the wind tunnel for Mercedes. So she took me to the factory to give me a tour and I met Lewis Hamilton. So that was really, really, really cool. (laughs) And then, yeah. And then after that, it kind of changed from Dare to be Different to Girls on Track. And so I was very lucky to actually compete in Girls on Track last year and I made it to the final. It was, like I said, when I did drove Paul Ricard and Maranello. So that Mm. was a really, really cool experience. And to be able to work with Ferrari as well, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then yeah, this year I've been going, kind of just going to events I could. I think the last event I was at for Girls on Track was at Extremi, um, at Scot in Scotland. So that was a when that was actually when it was announced that I'd become an ambassador for them. <clears throat> and I, you know, same thing again, just kind of got to speak to all the girls. And you know, I think they've they've started getting a more bit more active now in recent years, asking more questions, actually being really interested in it. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's really nice to be a part of it and actually try and inspire some girls into it because yeah it's, it's good to be part of it and bring more and get them out of their, that shell that they're scared to come into this world. Mm. 
Yeah, I think it's so key to have people like yourselves, you know, be in the face and being able to do that because there's so many roles within motorsports, within the teams, you know, driving or not driving that, you know, girls need to see other girls being able to do it and being there and doing it. So I think it's amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. F1 Academy is is that inspiration, I think, to, yeah. to these young girls. Do you think... Um, what are your thoughts around having like the, the separate championships? I mean, do you see a day when, you know, it will be mixed or do you think it should be separate, boys and girls? No, it shouldn't be separate. I think we should keep it to only F1 Academy that is separate. We shouldn't normalise it and have other championships do this personally. Um, people kind of get mistaken for the purpose of F1 Academy. Some say it's because we need to be separated because of physicality, which is completely nonsense. It's not true whatsoever. If... I'm not training to the level that I should be. I'm getting beaten. That's my fault. That's my issue. I need to be training harder. Mm -hmm. um, but there's no reason why we can't compete together. So, I mean, I've beaten boys my entire life. It's always what I've done in motorsport. Mm -hmm. um, the only reason, the reason that F1 Academy is here is to help financially because yeah. we need that support um, to obviously help us you know, and it actually gets us recognised. Showing we're showing our talent, so the sponsors and teams and F1 teams and everyone can you know look at us and say, okay, they have potential to you know make it through F3, F2, hopefully to F1. Yeah. So that's kind of that's the purpose of the championship to give us that recognition and that financial support up until the point that we can make that jump to F3. So yeah. yeah. It's been such a shame that this hasn't been available before. You know, I think you go, like, I won't even say you're lucky because it's not as if you're lucky, but, you know, it's amazing that you have this platform to then move on to other divisions. And the fact that you're saying that they help with, like, the financing and stuff, that's, like, one thing I wanted to touch on was how, has, how hard has it been for you kind of growing up and going through all this different racing, like, financially and, and finding funding for a race seat? Karting-wise, we actually spent our money quite wisely. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't end up doing British and all that, which sometimes, you know, if you speak to people who did, did karting, like, well, you didn't do British, mm, but I'm like, <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. I got results, I won championships. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and we saved a bunch of money not doing that. Um, and then obviously I was very lucky in 2021, I had a free season. Um, and then last year I had, I had, I didn't have a fully funded season, but I had a lot of support from my sponsors, John Clark and Laser Tools. Um, so again, very lucky. And it's the same with this year, but with Specsavers on board now. But it still doesn't cover the full budget. I mean, you were always still looking f for more help from other people because you always need it. Because mm -hmm. even though F1 Academy helps us financially and in racing terms, it's technically a cheap championship. In real life, it's really not cheap um, no. still. So that's why we're always obviously looking for that help to try, obviously, keep us going. Because, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough world. And I think that's the toughest part of the sport is that it's a money sport and it has gotten more expensive over the years. But. That's definitely something that surprised us from, like, all the guests we've had on, like, people from F2 and knowing people in F3 and that. You you learn how, how big the jumps are. If you want to go up, like oh, it's yeah. suddenly like out of nowhere. Another 500 grand. The thing is, it's still not talked about enough though. No, like, like the, the actual struggle of that. Like, you know, I think because mm. a lot of people assume that like whoever is a an F1 driver is like wedged up. And by the time they get to F1, they probably are, but not everyone has had that money behind them for their whole journey. Well, I didn't actually realize how much it was to do F3 and F2 until I think like last year. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I know someone on the F3 grid and they told me and I was like, 
Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. crazy. It's ridiculous, yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Like money. you say, a lot of people definitely don't realise from a from a viewer's point of view. Like, yeah. Unless you knew people or spoke to people in the sport, you probably would have no idea. Like yeah. a lot of the best drivers will probably never get that chance yeah, yeah, because exactly. they won't have the financial backing. Yeah, and that's just that's just what we have to deal with. But it's sad. Like, and the other area. Where it's different to other sport is like if you want to become a pro footballer, you know, you can go kick a ball outside whenever you want. You can't just step in a single seater racing car whenever you want. No, you can't, unfortunately. When do you get the chance? So we're not allowed to test the cars. Um, it's not the regulations say no, no, that's a no. So apart from the official test days that the championship have given us, um, you're only allowed to test the car if you change the engine and both wings. So essentially, just make a, a normal F4 car. So you could just go. So you could just agree with another team that have normal F4 cars to go testing. But we haven't. We haven't done that. Um, we've just kept to the allocated test days. But we did miss. We were supposed to have a full test day at Zanvor and we didn't get that. But I think we should hopefully be getting some test days prior to Austin, which is very much needed obviously because not, I don't think any of us know the track um, mm. well, obviously through sim simulator work but Jake knows it quite well it's a big track but it won't be in our normal cars because it's a lot of money to get every sing, all 15 cars over mm. to test and then they have to sit there for it's like three or four weeks to then go racing again um, so I think it will be in like kind of I don't know if you've heard of Winfield that's a, it's a French like racing school and so they have like Miguel's and F4 cars and other cars that you can just go and go and test kind of so it won't be them but it will oh, be wow. like an American version uh, that will uh, supply the cars for all 15 girls apparently wow. so yeah it'll be good to even though it's not the same car it'll be good to actually drive the track and get more of a feeling of what it's actually like to you know drive in america <laughs> yeah yeah i like i to be fair i quite like the look of the the f4 cars i wonder what they're like when you do the sim work and then you go and get in the car on race weekend like mons this weekend how different is it like really compared to the sim to getting in the car my sim locks up very easily so it's a bit difficult to at use that. The, pe the pedals are loose they, they're wobbling uh, yeah it's not good <laughs> it's a great sim we just haven't set it up properly no mine's mine's is mine's is good but if i'm not gentle with the pedals they lock up quite easily compared to my actual car but mm. apart from that it's not it's not that far off obviously you don't feel the movement no. but it's not that far off um mm. i think I think the weirdest thing for me was so this we're racing the gen 2 tatis chassis whereas last year i raced the gen 1 and they're so massively different which you wouldn't think but it's a completely different car altogether which was bizarre to me oh. i'm gonna have to be really stupid there like, i don't know the difference like what would what were the main differences between them chassis so i couldn't tell you well chassis wise um like the actual tub is actually a lot smaller in the gen 2 okay um, but i'm i'm talking about like kind of i don't know so we have a halo whereas gen 1 oh yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah but so that's extra weight but just kind of the way like they reacted like the brake pedal i feel personally it's a lot easier to push in the gen 2 versus the gen 1 yeah because some people say you and have the, to really really push it in some cars oscar right? oscar was like he has to that was in, in the F4 car. He was like having to slam the brake. Oh, that was he. I think did he? I think he raced when he raced F4. Would, I think that would have been the Miguel, uh, possibly. So yeah, that was that. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Um, <laughs> but even like the steering, like in the Gen 2 compared to the Gen 1 Tatis, the steering's a lot higher up. 
and it's a lot you can almost feel the car a bit more like it dancing about which is quite nice so <laughs> I, I prefer the gen 2 it's a lot more fun for me to drive and obviously i've i've been quicker in it than i was the gen one so <laughs> i'm so jealous because all like, i've never driven a fast car on a circuit or anything that's all i want to do and you're talking about the car dancing around like that yeah hearing people talk about like, it. my golf doesn't quite have like handle the same. Golf doesn't handle. <laughs> it really doesn't, unfortunately. <laughs> you you passed your driving test now, I believe. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's actually that's an that's a story that a lot of people liked. So I turned seventeen on the twentieth of March, and I was at college at the time. So I managed to get in the building for a bit in March, and then, um, on the a week later on the twenty seventh, I so it was a Monday. I had my theory. And then on the following Friday, the same week, I had my practical and I, I passed. <laughs> so I was very, very lucky to have them very close. Uh, we didn't expect that. I thought I'd be waiting months to get a test. Yeah. But it was just there when I opened the app. So Did, been, your, did your instructor know that you were a yeah. racing driver? Yeah, we, we know him through, uh, personally. So oh, he okay. obviously tried to fit as many sessions in with me as he could between the, the Monday and the Friday mm. uh, to just make sure I got it ready. Because there was things like I was crossing my arms. Not feet, oops, sorry. Not feeling. Not, <laughs> feeding the wheel um yeah. and it was just yeah it was just little things that obviously you're not used to doing uh, turned up wearing a helmet yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's really cool what did oscar say we, we what did we ask oscar about driving well one thing i did want to ask about your car was so it's an f4 car but the rear wing looks like an F1 rear wing. Yeah, so that's the that's what F1 Academy have done. So it's the rear and the front wing. They've designed it to look like a mini F1 car, mm. essentially. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. With DRS as well? No. no. <laughs> Just testing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do have a fastest lap leaderboard here. It's on Austria. Okay. I've Is it Austria? Austria? Yeah, it's Red it's Bull Austria, Ring. It's Austria, Red Bull Ring, yeah. Okay. And we would love to get you to set a time on it. Yeah. Would you be up for that? I would be. Let's grab you a lap. Should be pretty quick then. Let's do it. No pressure. This, this is one of my favourite parts of the podcast. Let's get the lap. Here we have it. F1 Academy sensation Chloe Grant setting her lap on the pit stop fastest lap. Let's go on the lovely dodgy pedals. <laughs> Last one. Make it count. <laughs> and there we have it. Chloe Grant round the final turn. <laughs> Of the pit stop fastest lap, round of applause. Yes, let's go. Woo! Right. Chloe, I have your pit stop fastest lap time here. How do you think you did? I don't know. It wasn't bad. I'm quite competitive on the sim, but I don't want to get my hopes up. I think you I'm did really well, considering okay. our, well, our pedals are very dodgy. Yeah, they kept uh, moving about. <laughs> yeah, and interestingly, you said you only race with six gears, and this is eight. Yeah, that was very That's strange. a pretty crazy difference. <laughs> but this is a good time. I Where would you so. like to have come? I would like top three. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this is a very good time. Oh, no. You have done the pit stop fastest lap in a one... Oh, seven. I know. Point zero three five. No. Which is above Billy Munger, which is a very, very good time. Woo! I think that is an unbelievably respectful place on the leaderboard. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> How do you feel about that? wanted a 106 <laughs> or even a 105 but you have to come back when yeah, our I'll pedals are I'll fixed i'll come back to get that top three <laughs> no that's a, that's a great time i love it i love it right well we've got our pit stop fastest lap i'm glad we've got added you to the leaderboard i'm Chloe, very you've happy done about it. that how do you feel about that time i know they all did more practice laps than me <laughs> <laughs> some a few did but um like we we're just saying you beat johnny herbert ex f1 driver 
That's mega. <laughs> but then so did I, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That must be so genuinely not having having two extra gears. Is how big a difference is that like? It's weird. You settle into it, but it's weird. Yeah, I think that's completely, completely different. One thing I wanted to speak to you about before we say goodbye and you go and do your carton today, which is great, is does your sister manage you? Yeah. See, well, that's cool. Well, she manages like my social media and stuff. Um, she saved my phone as bossy boots for a very, very <laughs> important reason. Uh, yeah, she does all my social media and PR and all that fancy stuff that I don't have to worry about. She's a strict manager. <laughs> very, especially when she's your sister. Um, the only thing that I'm in charge of is like my TikTok account. But apart from that, she does everything else. Oh, you don't even let me charge the TikTok account. No, I have to do all of that stuff. Hard social media stuff. Yeah. Final question before we go. Um, if you weren't doing racing, what do you think you'd be doing? This is actually something that I came up with an answer like a couple of days ago okay. because I saw a, I saw a TikTok video. Because <laughs> um, honestly, without motorsport, like I don't really have like I don't have a really I don't have a life. I'll be honest, I don't have much else. But I've seen a lot of people they like you know they work really hard and they save up and then they go and move away to like Greece and they work on a boat in Greece. And uh-huh. if I wasn't racing, I'd want to do that. Okay. What a great answer. You actually have something. If someone asked me that, I'd have no idea. Not yeah. that I'm a driver. Party boat. In, yeah, last in week race? I didn't have an idea, but then I saw a video and I was like, that'd be really cool. <laughs> nice. Well, when you finish the driving, you know, there's no age on that. You can do that whenever you want. Yeah, true. You're also still so young, right? Like, what does five years ahead look like to you? Like, do you have like a plan or like a, where you want to take it? Or? Um, I mean, obviously, I'd, I'd, my dream is to be a professional racing driver, whatever, whatever route that ends up being down and um, I'm grateful either way because it's motorsport and I love racing cars um so no we'll see uh no idea honestly I don't have an answer for that we'll just we'll find out Formula One <laughs> I wish mm-hmm. <laughs> um all kind of depends on the backing and support that I get yeah. but well yeah I'm I think you're in an amazing place with ART and F1 Academy Definitely. and wishing you the best of luck for the rest of the season let's yep. please keep in touch we'd love to have you back on at some point and hear all about this year how it's gone yep. Dad thank you very much thank for coming with it today us. we really appreciate both of you being here thank you and um, yeah safe travels to uh, Monza have a great race weekend yeah and, uh, and I think I think the camera's just died I think died. the camera just died so it's so probably a perfect time I'll to spin that one around and you can wave goodbye to it <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>